Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on the Dad Code Podcast. Real dads, real talk, no BS. Uh, we're going to read some news today. Uh, Dad's going to read the news. We're going to talk about some uh, things that are happening in the world today. But before we do that, go ahead and get uh, on YouTube there and hit the like and subscribe button for me. Uh, share it with your friends. really helps us out whenever you share these videos and hit the uh, subscribe button for sure. Uh, give us a rumble on rumble. Uh, and check us out on all of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, you can also catch all the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, all those. We're there, most likely. All right, jumping right into it, guys. Um, we're going to read some news. I think one of the things that uh, is something we need to start uh, implementing into our daily lives is actually acknowledging some of the things that are happening in the world today. Uh, and, you know, not necessarily on a political standpoint, but just what's happening and being able to interpret the news to be able to give uh, kind of a, a perspective to our kids, you know, whatever your particular perspective is that you um follow for your family, that, that's fine. Uh, but I think that it's important to be able to look at news and be able to decipher it and, and put it into a language that we can explain to our kids for sure. Uh, but the first thing, I, I mean, I'm just going to jump right into the boring stuff. Uh, it's hot. It's really freaking hot outside. Uh, I'm here in Tennessee. I, I'm not sure. I mean, according to all this news, it's probably hot where you are as well. Uh, I think that they are predicting uh, double-digit temperatures uh, for a lot of places here over the next week. Uh, I got an article here from the Washington Post that I'm sharing with you. Um, looks like, uh, let's see, Matthew Cappuccini, or Cappucci, Cappucci. Uh, extreme heat wave to grow even more intense next week. In Midwest and Southeast, fantastic. A sauna-like air mass could bring record temperatures to major cities, including Atlanta and Nashville. Well, wouldn't you know? Yeah, they're predicting uh, triple-digit temperatures here in the Middle Tennessee area next week. Uh, looks like they're predicting a lot of really hot weather. You can kind of see it here, illustrated by the lighter colors. Uh, not really getting into a climate change thing, but, uh, definitely need to be paying attention to this. A, a lot of people, it seems like are, are, are really kind of freaking out about things like this. Uh, I don't necessarily know that this is anything to freak out about. I mean, there are heat waves. Um, like I said, I don't pretend to know everything about the climate, but I do know that when I was growing up, there was a lot of hot days. Uh, and there were days that were so hot that we couldn't go outside. So, I mean, it, it's, I don't think that this is anything to, for anybody to get uh, up in arms about. Uh, now, if they have a certain agenda and that they want to push, I mean, this is a great opportunity for them to do so. Um, let's read some of this article here. Uh, let's see, high temperatures alone, but more certainly heat indexes, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, Friday could necessitate heat, heat advisories across portions of the area. Um, 
Well, let's see here. The combination of high of highs pushing 100 degrees and Gulf humidity will make the heat indexes potential for nearing 110 degrees. I mean, that's hot. It's really hot. Um, but, you know, just don't be stupid. Don't go outside and spend three hours in the sun in the 110 degree heat index. I mean, uh, you know, as a coach, you know, if you're coaching kids, you probably shouldn't be having them out in the sun very long, if at all. Uh, it, it, this is a dangerous situation for young kids playing sports. Uh, you need to be taking extra, you know, precautions as far as, uh, you know, cause a lot of, a lot of organizations won't cancel, uh, games due to this kind of stuff, which is unfortunate. And I'm not really sure that it's the smartest thing to do, the smartest thing to do, but I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, if you have the ability to bring a generator with a fan and have, you know, cold towels and things like that to keep the kids cool. I mean, break out all the, the stops here for this. I mean, I, I remember growing up playing in baseball tournaments where we had kids passing out and vomiting and things like that due to heat exhaustion. I mean, it, again, I'm not making light of it. I don't want to say it's not there, but it, it's, I think it's one of those things that's kind of always been there. And I think that, um, I think we can handle it. I think it's just we have to be smart. Um, let's see here. Nashville is predicted to see a high of 101 degrees on Tuesday and Wednesday, both likely topping records from 1988, where they had a high of 100 degrees Thursday, which may fall short of time record. Uh, it's going to be hot, guys. I mean, it's all the information is right there in front of you. You can kind of see the heat building here they're saying there's they're calling it a heat dome building over kind of you know the area the country really um let's see what else we got here a lot of crazy stuff you can see this heat dome that they're talking about developing i don't know exactly how it works a lot of people a lot smarter than me are making those calls there but let's see uh, Climate Prediction Center continues to forecast elevated temperatures for much of the continental United States in the next week or two. Heat dome are ordinarily are, are ordinary staples of the summertime, so that it's typical. It's not unusual, but are made more intense by human-induced climate change. Oh, good lord! Here we go. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna we're not getting into the political crap or anything like that. I mean, thank God we have air conditioning for sure. Use your air conditioner. Make sure your air conditioner is serviced properly. I mean, I know times are hard right now. We're probably going to talk a little bit about that as well here in a second. Uh, as a matter of fact, we'll probably just go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of the reasons people are worried about things like the weather is because that they're going to have to have their air conditioner running twenty four seven, and they're <laughs> they're afraid their air conditioner is probably going to break. Um, and with rising fuel prices and, you know, inflation going crazy, it, it's scary. It's it's really scary. Uh, and I think a lot of this is due to uh, our increase in fuel prices at the moment. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find the AAA uh, fuel price. Uh, fuel. Nope, I can't spell. Uh, fuel prices. Let's see. Uh, gas prices. Gas price. 
Today average. Let me share this with you guys. Right there. Share that. Okay. All right. This is the AAA gas prices. Right now it says the national average for gas is $4.98. That's a lot. That is, that is incredible how high that is. Everybody in the union is feeling it too. I mean, you can see here, I mean, look at diesel. diesel. This is the scary part. And we'll talk about this here in a second. This is the scary part over here. The diesel prices being high like that, that, that that's going to cause uh, a lot of uh, uncertainty with how we're going to, what our supply chain is going to look like. Are they going to be able to get our food to us kind of stuff? I mean, you can see here, everybody's hovering between 550 and 450 and right for an average about right around five dollars you know here in tennessee we're at 460. golly can you this is the most i've ever paid for gas ever i i mean for those of you who weren't really around in 2008 or you were too young to care um 2008 was awful it was awful um it was Everybody thought that it was not just going to be a recession. If they, everybody thought it was going to be a depression. Uh, you know, a lot of shady deals were done uh, for, for subprime mortgages with the, the housing market. You know, that's when the, the bubble burst, you know, so to speak. Um, it all feels like 2008 again right now for me. Um, I remember paying like $4.09 for gas in 2008 and thinking that that was like, awful in the end of the world and i just filled up for like 460 or something like that 459 uh yesterday so uh, it, it's here it's real and they're saying that it's gonna go up i think that the triple a the site that we were just looking at there i think that it's predicting that by august or september the national average for gas is going to be around six dollars so it's going to go up another dollar um which again diesel prices tend to always be higher than gas prices so that is really scary for our uh economy as far as inflation uh i think a lot of people right now are spending more money on groceries than they ever have i know personally myself uh my grocery bill has i mean i'm trying to control it but if i were to buy what I had normally bought back pre-COVID, we're going to we'll say pre-COVID. Uh, Pre-COVID, I tried to stay right around $125 to $140 per week of groceries. And I'd get a fair amount of groceries. I mean, I'd get a good amount of groceries, actually. Now, I mean, if I bought that same amount of stuff, I think I'm pretty sure I'd be over $200. I mean, it's, it's been roughly about a 50% increase on certain items. And some items, it's actually more that I've, and to the point to where I just can't buy it anymore. Um, again, inflation is, it's here. Uh, the media is, <laughs> some media is, is, is looking at it seriously. Some media are looking at it, uh, as kind of a, a way to push a certain agenda again, I'm, I'm not getting into all the political stuff, but you know, this is an article from the New York times. Let's see who the author was here. 
There you go. Gina Smile, like I'm butchering their names. Ben Castleman. This is their article. This is going to hurt. Inflation is expected to remain high later this year, even as the economy slows and layoffs rise. Already signs of financial stress are surfacing. This is um, this is an article. I mean, they're, they're kind of giving a, an anecdotal um, scenario here. Um, let me go down here. There's a lot of really kind of scary stuff here. Because um, we have pandemic aid programs, as it's saying here, uh, getting ready to expire. There's a looming cliff. Americans who still need government help. The pandemic economy is not yet ready to stand on its own. Um, they repeated those warnings last fall. Congress allowed unemployment benefits to expire for half or expire for millions of workers. And again, in January, when monthly payments are famous. I mean, look, the COVID absolutely, you know, kind of screwed us here. Uh, I think if this was, uh, you know, if we hit the fuel shortage, uh, without COVID, I think that that's probably, you know, we can survive that. And then again, I, I do think that something bad economically is com- coming. I don't know if it's a recession or what, but it, I mean, again, a lot more smart people than me uh, are, are going to predict that for you. But I, I think something is is coming to the point to where we need to be prepared for certain things. Um, let's see. Let's go on here. All right, pay gains have been falling behind inflation for months. Credit card balances, which fell early in the pandemic, are rising towards record high, which means more people are putting stuff on credit cards again. And then, you know, subprime, here we go. Subprime borrowers, uh, those with weak credit scores, are increasingly falling behind on payments on car loans, in particular, credit bureau data show. Uh, Measures of hunger rising. I don't know what that means. Uh, but the bottom line is, is, is this is again, this is looking like 2008 all over again, uh, subprime borrowers, people that really can't afford stuff. You know, things were going really good before the pandemic and then people kind of continued the, the good life, so to speak, uh, whenever the government was handing out money and printing money like crazy. Uh, and people thought that everything was good and they've kind of been living high on the hog as we say here in the South. And um, now it's kind of coming all home to roost, as we say. Uh, we um, we apparently have a lot of people that are just putting stuff on credit cards, living their life. Uh, they don't people that probably don't remember uh, 2008 very well. Maybe they were too young. Uh, here we go. Um, it's a grim picture already. Uh, this economist said. Uh, families are doing much worse than they were a few months ago. So, I mean, it shows you how quickly it can happen. I mean, it's, it's turned around really fast. Uh, here we go. Uh, somebody at a hospital here in Nashville kept her job during the pandemic and even managed to get a bit ahead. Thanks to stimulus checks. Like I said, uh, that helped her pay off her electric bill and stop worrying at least for a little while about whether or not she could afford gas for her car. Uh, which by the way, gas prices were on the rise before, you know, we went to Russia, like tremendously, they were spiking, quite frankly. And Russia just tended, you know, ended up being just kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, stopping uh, the Keystone pipeline was probably, in retrospect, probably not a great idea. 
when when prices began to rise last year, Miss Moore Carr took on overtime shifts in the emergency room to make ends meet. When that wasn't enough, she took part-time jobs as a hotel res- receptionist. Now she is working seven days a week, often multiple jobs in one day, and still struggling to pay her bills. <sighs> this is reality. I mean, it, it's to, people who are having to work seven days a week. You know, yeah, there are more people that have jobs. You know, I think they said in this article, six and a half million more people have jobs now uh, than pre- uh, before this year or whatever. But look, it's because people are working multiple jobs trying to afford stuff. Uh, it is, it's, it's really hard for people right now, particularly the folks that are on the bottom end of the, of the, uh, economy. Uh, and you know, I, I just heard, you know, I guess the fed raised the interest rates. Now the housing market is going to be, it's, it's, it's going to start coming down. You know, I would say, uh, probably 10, 20, 30% drops in home prices are coming. Interest rates are going to go back up to probably that six, six and a half percent range. If they aren't already there, I, I don't really know what they are at the moment. Uh, but I, um, uh, I, I don't think that this is a, <laughs> this is obviously not a time to panic. I mean, people, we need, we need to be ready. Okay. We need to be teaching our kids how to be ready for this kind of thing. You know, uh, a lot of us, uh, who are in the later stage of the millennials or later in of the millennials, you know, those who were born in 83 or whatever, like me, um, you know, we, we've really not known a lot of hardship. We really haven't. And, you know, we raised our kids in that same way that, you know, times weren't always that tough. You know, I, I vaguely remember as a lot of people do, who were born in the eighties, you know, the eighties, there was, it was a little bit tighter. You know, if you think back, you know, things were a little bit more, you know, this is what you get and that's all you get kind of thing. You know, you don't, you don't have an excess of things uh, laying around. You know, we don't waste, so to speak. But then the 90s came. The 90s were great. Early 2000s were unbelievable. Then 9-11 happens, you know, and we have all kinds of crazy stuff starting to happen in the 2000s. But for the most part, the 2000s were pretty good. And then we hit 2008 and we have a big recession. And most of the, you know, later millennials, uh, uh, we kind of bore the brunt of that. You know, we we stepped into an economy uh Usually around that time, a lot of people my age were were kind of just getting on their feet, and all of a sudden the economy changes. You know, the the housing market busts. Um, a lot of people lost a lot of money, but a lot of you know a lot of the kids today, I call them kids, but I mean they're mid twenties, late mid to late twenties. They don't remember that because they were just too young to realize what was going on. Um. Uh, But we need to be, the point is though, getting back to it, we need to be um, making sure that our kids understand how to be prepared for hard times. You know, my father-in-law, Papa Z, Papa Z, this is a shout out to you, buddy. Uh, He always, he always talks about how, you know, kids today just aren't ready for uh, hard times. They don't know what hard times really are. You know, they don't know how. Uh, how to handle when things aren't going great. 
you know, and I, I tend to believe him. I, I think I'm agreeing with him now because, you know, I'm looking at everything that's happening. You know, the kids don't understand how to make do with less. You know, if you tell them that, that, you know, maybe we're going to have to uh, turn the air conditioner off to avoid a, you know, $500 a month, you know, air conditioner electric bill, uh, you know, maybe turn the air conditioner off for, for an hour a day or maybe while we're at work. I mean, they don't know what that's all about. You know, they've never lived uh, in a situation where money was tight thing, you know, things that are considered commodities now uh, were, were considered privileges in certain situations as we were coming up. Uh, so, uh, you know, and I'm not saying you should abuse your kids or, and, and, and I don't mean abuse, but obviously you shouldn't abuse your kids. But I, what I mean is, is I don't think you should torture your kids by making them do cruel and unusual things, endure cute, cruel or unusual things. But what I do think is you need to teach them about preparedness, you know, and right before I came on here, I actually, I went to, uh, uh, my Patriot supply. I'm going to hear, let me pull that up for you. I went to my Patriot supply and I ordered some of this, uh, emergency food stuff. And I mean, do I think that it's going to get this bad? Uh, I mean, I can't say that it is or isn't. Um, I hope that it doesn't. I'll say that. Uh, but I want to be able to be prepared. So I'm, you know, I've ordered, a, a a lot of this stuff. This is kind of the individual packages. I'm ordering some of this stuff because I'm going to, uh, bring it on here and I'm going to sample it, uh, while we're on the podcast here, just to kind of give you an idea of what my real take is on some of this food. You know, I, I think, uh, a lot of people think that it's just nasty and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the reality is, 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 is in a situation where times are tough, you need to be able to have stuff like this, uh, on hand. Uh, and it's not just for, you know, catastrophic type stuff. You know, this is, this is also for, uh, whenever you, um, maybe lose power. I mean, that happens here a lot. You know, people hit light poles, or whatever, and it knocks out the power in a whole freaking section of the city. Um, it happens, you know, and I found out the hard way, you know, whenever, whenever I, uh, uh, whenever we had the power go out, of course, it was in the middle of summer, hot as balls in the house. We had the fans, uh, uh, we tried to plug, plug the fans in. We're like, oh, shit, there's, <laughs> we don't have any electricity. Luckily, we had a few battery-powered ones that we used, uh, but we ended up, uh, the, the issue that I had, it wasn't that I didn't have food, it was I didn't, I didn't have a way to cook it. You know, I don't have a gas stove, you know, and at the time, I had a grill, but I didn't have propane for it, so I was like, man, I'm not ready for this. This is embarrassing. Uh, so, you know, my Patriot supply, you can also buy some, they call it canned heat. You know, you can buy things to actually cook stuff with in a pinch, uh, in situations like that. And, you know, if you end up not using, I mean, it's got a, like a 15, some of the stuff has 15 year shelf life. Some of it has 25 year shelf life. If you don't use it in that amount of time, just eat it. It's not really a waste. Uh, I, and you know, not telling everybody to go be full on prepper, but you know, people make fun of preppers, but right now preppers are make fun of, making fun of people <laughs> because it is, um, 
I think it's irres- it's irresponsible to not be prepared to take care of your family if times really do get tough. Sorry, guys, my head head ditching. Um, so you know, I've ordered some of this stuff. I want to see what my family likes. Uh, if nothing else, like I said, you just got a bunch of extra food laying around uh, that isn't going to expire. Uh, that's, that's the hope that you never need it, but, um, I think everybody needs to be prepared for it. I also ordered, uh, something that I had been, uh, wanting to do for a while, which was, uh, a car readiness kit. You know, it's got, it, it'll have a, a, a wireless, ch- or a, excuse me, a solar powered charger for your phone. Uh, it'll have some emergency food. It'll have an, a medical kit in it. It'll have flashlights. It'll have radios. Um, I'll have emergency blankets and things like that. Things that you need to have in your car. You know, I mean, uh, it's kind of turned into a preparedness talk here, but I, I think that this is reality though. You know, you need to be able to take the news that you read. You need to not just read the freaking headline, read the actual news because let's be real. A lot of the media, they spin stuff. They, they put something in a title and it's not really what the article is about, or they, or they have taken information uh, in the story and spun it in a certain way to make it, make you click on it, clickbait, if you will, but neither here nor there. You need to be able to read uh, news and you need to be able to make your opinion based on the information you have. And, and it, again, don't just read the freaking title, read the actual story. Read multiple stories about it. You know, somewhere in there is the truth, and you got to be able to develop an opinion. And once you develop the opinion, then you can decide what's best for your family and maybe how you want to pass that information along to your your kids, you know, because I think it's important that they know what's going on in the world today to a certain extent. You know, there's certain stuff that they don't need to know about. You know, I think we don't need to be teaching our kids about sexualized stuff. Uh, we need to be prepa- protecting them for them, but we need to also be, pre- you know, preparing them for situations that might be out of our control. You know, like I said, one day we may end up going to the grocery store and milk will be $10 a gallon. I, I don't think that that is nearly as far-fetched as a lot of people think, which is, I think that that's probably going to happen at some point. I'm looking at the end of this year and the beginning of next year, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm a little little worried. So put you, put you some taters in the ground. Start growing some stuff in your backyard. If you don't have a backyard, put them in some, some containers out on your porch or in your windowsill. Water them things. I mean, you need to be able to start thinking about what's a way that I can take care of myself a little bit more. And I think that's probably something that we should all be doing anyway. Uh, but either way, again, this was not a paid promotional spot or anything like that for my Patriot Supply, even though I'd love to do that for them. But I am going to be sampling that stuff whenever it does get delivered. I'll do it for you guys on camera. That way we can uh, both kind of see what it's all about. We'll go through the emergency readiness kit for the cars. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how all that works out. And um, I'll give it my kind of my two cents on what I think it's uh, – Uh, value is but anyways that's all i got for today let's not spend all our time this weekend uh reading the boring news there's a lot of crazy stuff going on today in the world guys just read it 
make your own opinions. Don't let people tell you what your opinion should be. You make your own opinions, but actually read the story. Don't read just the headline. Get in there and read multiple things about the stories. Do what you got to do. Make the opinion uh, that you need to, uh, that you need to for your family. Anyways, guys, that's all I got for today. You guys have a great weekend on the way out. Please hit the like and subscribe button. Oh, good Lord. Please hit the like and subscribe button for me on the way out uh, there on YouTube. Give us a rumble on rumble. Check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as on all your favorite audio podcasting platforms. Give us a follow there. That's all I got for today, guys. Have a great weekend. Stay cool. Stay inside if you have to. Other than that, you guys be well. Dad, out.